This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is final out slash High Hopes recap of game two of the NLCS. I got to tell you, Jack Fritz, Jack Fritz, James Seltzer with you. For an hour till 10, Jody Mack coming up later. Um, so we've been doing all these, you know, post-game pods. We were on after the clincher. And I just, uh, I felt so energetic, Jack. Uh, I've come on the air and I'm I'm so ready to talk about the Phillies. Less ready tonight. How you doing, pal? Yeah, that sucked. Um, <laughs> like straight Put it up. perfectly, it sucked. Like yes. straight up, that sucked. And I am not in no way, shape, or form doing the whole like panic, sky is falling. I am very, very glad that the Phillies are are 1-1 heading home. And they're coming back to Citizens Bank Park, which, you know, every, anything we learned over the weekend is going to be a, a tough place for opposing teams to come in to win. Uh, especially a team like San Diego. They play on the West Coast. There's a cute little crowd they had out there. <laughs> and... You know, I think that the, these next couple of days are going to be awesome. But my concern is that you had a 4 nothing lead on the road with your second-best pitcher on the mound, and now you're heading home, and it's Ranger in Game 3, a possible bullpen game in, in Game 4, and then it's then it's Zach Wheeler in Game 5 on, on short rest. So they missed the golden opportunity here to grab a stranglehold in this NLCS, and they let the Padres back in it. That's the simple fact of the matter is that let the Padres back in it. Um, that's a game they should have won. And sitting here, yeah, I am I am disappointed they lost that game tonight. It wasn't very fun. And when you have your best pitcher on the mound with a four nothing lead, that game's got to be closed out. They they let the floodgates open and they weren't able to stop it, and that stinks. But. They did what we asked them to do, which is split out in San Diego, and we would have taken that 10 times. Yeah, times well, 10. that's the funny part, right? Coming into the series, I think most of us said, hey, get me one in San Diego. I didn't expect them to sweep in San Diego. I thought they would win a one or two. It's just, Jack, that they win the first game, and then they get the 4 nothing lead today, and it's like, oh, my goodness, here we go. Yeah, you're sitting there at 4 nothing, like, this might be special. Yep. And I still feel special. You know, I sat there last night thinking, like, they might really go to the World Series. Yep. And – nothing's really happened to move me off that. Like no team's going to go undefeated in their route to a world series. Like they're going to lose games. It's just when you it's lose the way like they that, lost it. yep. it's funny when you lose, lose like that. It, it just, it hurts a little bit more now to their credit, James, you know, they had a crushing loss in Atlanta as well. Yep. You know, Reese made that error. That was a very winnable game. And they came back and they just destroyed their Braves at home. You have to hope that they bounce back in game three and that wasn't a game tonight that just sucked the life out of them. Now, I don't think that's the case. I don't either. And, and frankly, James, like uh, I liked how they fought in the eighth. You know, I know Reese hit the home run to make it, to make it uh, 8-5. And they really did have a chance there for some momentum. And, and Machado made a freak play. I mean, Machado is an unbelievable defensive player, a, a, a game changer. Um, so I thought they had a little bit of momentum there. They didn't totally roll over. But but when you have a four nothing lead and Aaron Nolan on the mound, close that game out. Yeah, and that that's what it comes down to. And and again, that it is funny because you know it is a, a tale of two nights. Really, last night was magical. We all felt amazing about this team, and and then tonight, the way they lose it makes it so frustrating. But I do agree with you. Look, this team outscored the Braves seventeen to four at Citizens Bank Park. We were in that ballpark on Saturday. You were in it both nights. Like there was something special happening at Citizens Bank Park this past weekend. I think it's gonna be special again this upcoming weekend. And I think it's a massive advantage. Like I think the Phillies actually get a home field advantage, which is something you don't really see that much in baseball comparatively. I think it is a big advantage to come back home. 
But to your point, look, they have Joe Musgrove on there. Their best pitcher is pitching game three. That's scary. It is a scary spot. Padres are a good team. You know, they are a good baseball team. They got a lot of talented guys. But again, like, I, I'm right there with you. My, my main feeling tonight, for, you know, I'm disappointed about the game, but my main feeling tonight is I'm not going to overreact to this game. They, they had a couple bad innings. It was two bad innings. Yep. Two bad innings. They've really only had three bad innings in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, like, that's it. They're still 6-2 and two in the playoffs. They still, you know, again, outscored teams 17-4, to four, outscored the Braves 17-4 to four here. I am confident with them coming home. But again, I understand tonight. I think there are going to be a lot of angry Phillies fans after the way they ble- after the way they blew that game. Yeah, and and it's because it felt very old Phillies. You know, it for the last felt exactly like the it was like muscle memory. It was like, oh yeah. For as much as the they've won games this postseason that I've seen them lose a thousand times, that game tonight was a game that I've seen them lose a thousand times. That you know they lost. I felt like yeah. it was coming. Yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, you know, it's a little reassuring. Honestly, it was like uh, <laughs> this ju- is my this is my comfort zone. Yeah, it's I know like this. just something you want to believe too much. They throw that one out there and make sure that you're not believing in them that much. But yes, they lost the game. Um, frankly, it was a disappointing Thompson game for me. You know, it was it was one of those games where, you know, he has been so good at having a feel for this team. And to his credit, you know, I, I think with Nola, he's just kind of trusting that he's gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I said at the beginning of the of that fifth inning. I was inning, with you, you did. So the beginning of the fifth inning, like you gotta get someone up. Um uh, because you could you could tell at the beginning of that inning that Nola was just a little bit off. And looking at Nola's start tonight, um, fastball location wasn't where it had been the last couple of starts. He was up a little bit. Didn't have the feel for his changeup. Like, changeup is the pitch. When you're a two-pitch pitcher in Major League Baseball, you're going to get a hit, especially if you don't have overwhelming stuff like he doesn't. Like, he has very, very good stuff. It's awesome, but it's not like 100 miles an hour. Good luck trying to hit mm-hmm. this. So his changeup was a bit off to me. And the thing that I found interesting in watching him was – didn't use the cutter much. And I thought the cutter was a pitch that he was starting to get a good feel for. And maybe tonight he didn't have it. So maybe he didn't have a feel for the cutter, didn't have a feel for the changeup. And it's one of those starts. You know, I am not pressing the the massive panic button on on Aaron Nola saying, oh my gosh, here we go again. Because I think that he's done too much good and he's earned our trust a little bit more than to, to, to totally freak out about a bad start. It was a bad start. And maybe, you know, maybe he's a cold weather pitcher. You know, I mean, this whole idea that he only pitches well in the heat. Maybe he's a cold weather pitcher, Um, but it felt like four nothing against the Cardinals all over again in 2011. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very, very similar. Um, And, you know, Soto, a bad pitch selection to me. He had him one, two. I would have gone change up away. I know he didn't have feel for it. So they put it right in his power zone. Um, he ripped it down the right field line, and then it just—it's got to be a backbreaker that Austin Nola is the one that made it six four. Of course, it was just crushing, man. It's got to be so crushing. And and look, I'm with you. I'm I, the next time Nola takes the hill, I will I will be confident that he'll go out and deal. But you, you could tell, like from the jump, he wasn't the same pitcher he's been the last three starts. The the start in Atlanta, the start in St. Louis, and then the start in Houston. He just didn't have the same type of, of sharpness with his stuff. He wasn't able to control it as well. And and it came back to bite him, and it was frustrating. It was frustrating in a watch. But, again, I do – you know, I, I, for me at least, the the main takeaway is is I'm not gonna over I, I'm not gonna overreact to this. Yeah, I'm not gonna overreact to this. I think this team is still in a really good position. Again, we wanted them to win one or two in San Diego, and they won one. Like it is such classic Phillies that they find a way to make us disappointed when they went out there and did what we asked them to do prior to the series. Well, and especially the reason why I'm definitely not in panic mode and why I still feel good is that we literally just saw this last week. 
Like that that was Yeah, exact a, same situation. A very similar game than Atlanta. Well, they didn't even score a run. Like yep. they scored runs today. Um and I thought the offense looked looked decent throughout the day and they still hit a homer, which is nice by Reese, but um like they just they just did this. And we <laughs> You know, in 2008, they lost Game Two of the World Series. Like you lose, or you lose these games all the time. It's a, it's a bad loss, it's a brutal loss. But I also don't fault people that sit here being like, "Damn, we had a four nothing lead no with doubt. our ace on the mound." Mm-hmm. The back to back home runs that happened like that. Yep. You know, that's 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 letting the letting the Padres get back into the game and making them feel a little bit of momentum. Bryce late in the game, he's a chance to really kind of put a lot of pressure on on the Padres. He grounds into a double play. Brad Hand hits Jay Cronenworth, which yeah, is that was brutal. insane. Two, two like, like Brad, you're 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 a you're a twelve year major league vet at this point. You know that's that pitch in that situation is just awful. Um, and especially because he's his job is to come in and get the lefty out of the situation. He has two outs in the fifth. You can't use Alvarado at that point. It's too early. It's it's the fifth inning. Brad Hand has been one of their high leverage relievers, so yeah. they use the high leverage reliever. I know he's the two ERA he has this year doesn't feel real because we've watched Brad Hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brad Hand's gonna make a pitch there, and then he has to stay in and face a righty. Um, and and everything fell apart. Brutal, tough loss, but all hope is not lost. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Get on the line now. We're gonna take calls next segment. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Jack Fritz, James Seltzer. It's a little high hopes edition of Final Out right here on WIP. Again, get on the line now. We'll take calls next. It's Fritz at Seltzer. We're coming right back. It is Final Out. Jack Fritz, James Seltzer with you till ten. Jody Mack coming up after that, taking you through the night as we're reacting to Game Two of the NLCS. The Phillies lose. It's it's just weird that they lost a playoff game. I got, I so, I got so used to just you know. Just handling business, winning playoff games. Like, I got used to coming on and melting down about how good I, I feel know, about the Phillies. And I know. Here I sit, and a guy that I put so much faith in, in Aaron Nola, to have that performance today, it's like it's like my faith in the in the world is is shot. Well, and Topper too. I mean, every single you know move Topper has made, every kind of switch he's he's pushed has has worked out. Every time we're like, move Hoskins out of the tool, boom. You no, know the other not doing it. like put Guthrie in right field, boom. Boom. Like every single thing this guy does last night, t- don't take Wheeler out. Boom. Like he has been on fire with the moves, and tonight they came back to bite him. The Nola call you were right about bringing Brad Hand into that spot, knowing that if he can't get Cronenworth out, you got Drury coming up, crushes left handed pitchers. Like there were multiple spots where Thompson just didn't have the magic that he's had that, you know, really the rest of this playoffs. Man. I really thought we were getting 2018 Cora. <laughs> I, know. I mean, 2018 Cora, I thought was the best managerial job I'd ever seen. And and yeah, I mean, some listen, baseball is a coin flip game, you know. And and some guys sometimes players just got to make plays. And Thompson can put these guys in positions to succeed. And ultimately, they're the ones that have to make a pitch. Like Brad Hand hitting Jake Cronenworth on yeah. a one-two slider, two-two, I think, is anyway. whatever two-strike slider is atrocious. Like, absolutely atrocious. And I know there was some criticism of that move. Um, you know, some people would have rather brought in, like, Alvarado at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, bringing a guy that mm-hmm. could come in and, and kind of shut the door right there. It was a high-leverage spot, without a doubt. Yeah. It's just, in my opinion, it's early for that. And I want him for a later in the game, and you hope that it doesn't get completely out of hand. Now, he couldn't stop the bleeding. I mean, it went from 4-4 to what? 8-4? 7-4. 8-4 was later when Machado hit that solution. Right. 7-4, like, out of, out of nowhere. They scored 8 unanswered runs on the, on the Phillies um, pitching staff, which has been something that just hasn't happened recently. Um, I just think that Brad Hand comes in that situation, and you have to trust a guy who's done it before not to do that in that situation. It's a lefty-lefty matchup. Get the job done, 
and then you're out of the inning. It's still 4-4, and then, then it's go time. Then it's like we can bring in our high-leverage guys and go. Unfortunate move that didn't work out. And ultimately, look, it comes back to Nola. Like, again, in, in this case, Nola couldn't get outs with a 4 nothing lead, you know, in a spot where he needs to get outs for you. And then, yeah. that's what it comes back to. Now, good they have the off day tomorrow. Big, um, big. You know, the bullpen can be fully rested heading into Friday. The, the, the problem with what Nola did tonight – now, they didn't end up using any of the high-leverage guys, so that's pretty good. You know, I mean, they used Robertson, which didn't turn out well. Um, but they're probably going bullpen on Saturday, mm-hmm. so you're going to need to use these guys again. But off day today, or off day tomorrow, Ranger Friday, got to give them at least 5-6. So, Big time. So you're not using these guys again. Um, but, yeah, that's what that's when your starters go short. It changes the entire series because then you have to use more and more relievers. And, th- look, thank God the bats have been hitting again, even though they, they didn't you know get the job done today. They did put up a five spot. That yep. will win a lot of playoff games for you. And they, they hit in Citizens Bank Park. So. And thank God Gibby gave them two innings. Of How about that, buddy? Yep. Gibby, Mop never up giving up Gibby. a run in the playoffs. That's what we do. Zero, right. Big game, Gibby. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in and react to us with us to game two of the NLCS. Let's go to Phoenix and talk to our guy, Jim. What up, Jim? Hey, boys. How are you? Nah, could be better, Jim. Got to be honest with you. Could be a lot better. Could be up 2-0 right now, Jimmy. I hear you. Sorry I don't have the normal energy I do. I'm finishing up a 14-hour day. So wow. Yeah, but Jimmy, I, I feel you, man. My, uh... I, I've been getting the energy from the mm-hmm. winds, too, Jim. I said to Jack Absolutely. on the ride over here, I was like, normally at this point, I'm like frothing at the mouth to talk, and now I'm just like, I want to go to bed. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to be okay, guys. Let me throw some stuff at you here that uh, you probably will remember from the earlier series. But uh, Musgrove doesn't scare the Phillies at all. Uh, we We... Went against him when he was uh, much hotter in the season. He hadn't even been beaten yet, and we we tagged him with the first loss of the season. He's pitching much better than he is now. There's a couple of things. Don't be surprised if uh, if our manager or one of the coaches or something tries to throw him off his game a little bit and have the umpires check his ears for the game. And I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if the fans wear earmuffs. And, Stuff like the that, fans you know, will be ready. If, yeah. if there's one thing I'm pretty confident in, the fans will be ready for the ears situation. No doubt. They will. They'll be ready for the ears. They'll have some salve with them. They, I mean, they'll get to him like nobody's business. But the Phillies are going to come home, and they're going to hit, and they're going to hit, and they're going to hit. San Diego's not getting out of there. They're not returning home. Wow. Yet, so. I love the confidence. Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, I just have seen the team play. I mean, I saw them play against Atlanta, who's twice as good as San Diego. And, I mean, they embarrassed the Braves. They outscored them 17-4. to four. And uh, watch for um, – just keep an eye on this. I haven't named the starter yet. My gut feeling tells me Falter is getting the start. Well, yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird comment from Thompson where he actually said it's going to be the same type of thing as game four last time, but it might be a different starter. Right, De- definitely right. weird that he threw that in there, for sure. Yeah, you were on that too, yeah. I just think they're going to throw the left-hander to neutralize the left-hand hitters, you know. So I think that's – you know, and Falter – the reason he didn't start against the Braves is because they kill left-handers. Yep. Stanico doesn't do that. So uh, I think he goes four, and then they piggyback uh, probably Syndergaard back behind him, and, and that, that probably works out well for us. But I, I just think that uh, our fans will have a so revved up. San Diego hasn't seen anything like this no. on the road. And Jim, and Jim, great call. And, yeah, and look. Well, I disagree. I mean, New York wasn't like this. You serious? That's Are you a kidding pr- me? I nothing is like I, this. I, I have never seen again. I watch one at home and one there, and there it's amazing. Obviously, you're there. You feel. It. I'm telling you, Jack. Watching the game at home, I have never in my life watching baseball heard a pop as loud as that stadium. Never. 
I'm just saying that I, I first off hope I hope you're right. This is not, but it's not like the Mets fans and aren't Northeast right. Look, sports fans. Yes. You know, I mean, it's gonna be like the Padres went there and won. I feel and like won Mets three games. fans were checked out though, man. Well, I, feel, I think they, they didn't were, even sell out Game Three. I, they didn't sell out a deciding <laughs> game at home in the playoffs, Jack. Well, that's because they're losers. We're six like six hundred dollar tickets for these games no. in Philly. Like, come on. Well, the Mets definitely were a little tight. The Mets fans Absolutely. were a little tight. They just. Choked away a 10 and a half game lead. I think Mets fans went into that like down on their team, out on their team, whereas Phillies fans are coming into this and did come into those two games at home jacked up and ready to roll, man. You know, I, th- I do think it'll matter. I think yeah, it'll well, matter. Well, the crowd will 100% be a factor. I just think that Musgrove pitched a dominant outing in New York, sure. which I don't think is the easiest place to come in. I don't think, I'm not saying the crowd's going to like you know, own the game, but I do think it is an advantage for the Phillies. I do wish it was Snell pitching here. Like, wow, I think th- this obviously. place would, would have smoked Snell. Oh, Snell. my God. We would have gotten in his head and yeah. just crushed him. And I will say, like, um, you know, last week after they lost in uh, in Atlanta, which is also Wednesday and they had the off day Thursday, it felt like a lot of the fan base had the proper reaction. And by the time Friday rolled around, Everyone was people, was ju- people Everyone were just revved up. And, I mean, if you're a, if you're a player on that plane on the ride home, you're like, we get to go home, go home to our people. Yeah. And I and, think you get excited about and that. And if you're a player at home on that plane, you know you blew it today. Like, you know you you were the better team out there for the majority of baseball, and you blew it. You know? So I do think that you know they do know that they could beat this team, and I think they're coming home. And look, we heard what the players said after being here. Like, it was clear. Yes. Every single one of them was blown away by it. I do think that they're going to have an extra little juice coming back here. Yeah. My hope is that... They didn't wake up Machado and Soto. Well, yeah, that that that's a concern, Jack. Yeah. That's a concern. Believe it or not, pretty good. Both pretty good <laughs> pretty players. Good. Yeah, two. Now the rest of the lineup hasn't. Is not me. great. Yeah, like, hasn't scared me. Yeah. Like Cronenworth has done nothing to 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 put fear in me. Like honestly, the third the third batter I'm most afraid of in their lineup Josh is Josh Bell. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah he's the worst because he just crushes us. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Austin Nola. Sure, which is crazy. <laughs> which he's not even. Yeah, fine. He's I mean fine. Brandon Drury didn't you know, play yesterday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just don't pitch. Just don't pitch a lefty against yeah, Brandon Drury. Not that hard ever again. Two one five five nine two. Put that in your analytics. <laughs> there it is. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It is final out. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. We're coming right back. It is final out. Jack Fritz, James Seltzer. You don't have the same buzz on your it is tonight, by the way. I know. I what, know. what do you think? I know. They lost. It, it, honestly, that is the biggest, like, just pure feeling that I have is after these wins, I am elated. I am energetic. I can't go to bed. I honestly want to go to sleep right now. No offense to anyone. I want to go to bed. I'm tired. That's how I feel. I'm all drained right now, Jack. Well, it's been such an exhilarating uh, postseason run that, you know, you get one of these stinkers every once in a while. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, well, that wasn't as fun. <laughs> I know. You know, like, because this run has been, like, it's been, first of all, it's been so unexpected. Oh, my and God. Out of nowhere. It's something that, you know, even if you ask us and maybe Jim and Phoenix, the most positive, <laughs> most positive Phillies fans, maybe on the planet, like we were like, listen, just win a series and get me a home playoff mm-hmm. game. And I'm happy. Like getting a home playoff game was the only thing I was looking for yeah. heading into this postseason. We just wanted to end the drought and then get a home playoff game. That was it. Yeah. That's all we were asking for. But now the expectations have been raised and I legitimately sat there last night and it Part of the job is telling people how you feel. And how I felt last night was we're watching a team that's going to go to the World Series. And, like, I still think that. Like, I still feel good about where the team is at. So, it's not going to change that. Um, but you lose a game like that, and it's just 
it's so deflating. I know. Um, and to do it in that spot and, and to do it up for nothing. With have, Nola on the hill. And to, and to have really good, you know, positive momentum early in that game. Like, the, the, the Padres had no juice. It carried over from last night. Like, the beginning of that game, it carried over. The Padres were giving it to – the Padres were doing everything they could. The Padres in the sun were doing everything <laughs> they could to give the Phillies a game. I wasn't a big sun guy. Um, <laughs> they – like the Padres had no juice, and and they were let back in with the two home runs, and they started believing. And when a team starts believing, then they start doing what they did, which is put up put up eight unanswered runs on you. So that stunk. Um, again, I mentioned in the first segment, but I liked how they battled back in the eighth because I, I think those kind of things carry over as well. They didn't just lay down. They didn't just say, "Okay, we lost ours. Let's go back to Philly." They got a run. They had a little rally momentum going. The double play happened, and it kind of just killed on the bus. Yeah, and look, again, I do think the juice that they will get, knowing what it's like at CVP, like, they will be excited to play in front of that crowd. I mean, they said it. Reese was like, I want to do this again. Like, I, I do think CVP will make a difference again. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to the Northeast and talk to Joe. What up, pal? Hey, uh, James. Uh, Jack, how are you? Joe, yeah, how are we? One, okay, one, you know, one thing, when we uh, we got, we have to be ahead um, uh, g- going to into into the ninth inning because you know most of the times we're not we're not going to hit hater no. okay so it, you know it, it's sort of like when he the, he was with uh, the Brewers you know you, you had to stay away from um, uh, was it Devin Williams and him you know and the way he's throwing the ball you know we can't be behind T- tonight's game uh, you know the, on the post game um, Thompson was saying they asked him about. Was it too early to bring in Alvarado? And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, he said, especially since he pitched last night. Well, that was, the, that was the, uh, the, the better reason to bring him in. Cronenworth turned he – he didn't move out of the way for that. He knew it was a breaking ball. He took, he took the pitch and, and moved it on to, to Drury, okay? And, and then – so there, you had right-handed batters coming up. So suppose that hand doesn't get him. Well, then he's got to face Drury and he's got to face Bell. And so you bring in Alvarado just for that one batter, all right? And now you've got a 4-4 game with four innings to go. You still got Eflin. You still got Dominguez. You can use Noah Syndergaard for for an inning, and and Jack, you know, uh, uh, I'm sorry, James, you know, your show t- talks about this guy, such a big deal. Um, Robertson is a batting practice pitcher. That's why Machado hit the home. Uh, he's not hot. He hit a, he had an infield uh, single today. Uh, he hit the home run off the batting pa- practice pitcher. We can't use have him in in uh, uh, t- tough situations. So you know, uh, like tonight, Brogdon looked better, didn't he? Yeah, they but should- Joe, I mean, think about it. And good call in the St. Louis series. Robertson looked better than Brogdon looked in Atlanta. And Robertson is coming back from the injury. Yes. I, I, he didn't look totally right tonight, for what it's worth. No, he made a bad pitch to Machado. Yeah. He, he hung, a, hung a pitch that, that Machado like didn't come close to missing. For as much as like Kyle Schwarber didn't miss the night before, Machado didn't miss on, the, mm-hmm. on that pitch. I just disagree with the Alvarado thing. Like I'm not bringing him in in the fifth. I, I understand. That, like looking, it was back, a high leverage spot. Yeah, looking back, hindsight being 2020. Like yeah, I, sure, I would have brought Jose Alvarado in to make sure it's not seven four out of nowhere. <laughs> like, but in the moment, for as much as I don't trust Brad Hand, and for as much as his ERA is too, like. Brad Hand is a high-leverage reliever. He's a guy that's made a lot of big outs in Major League Baseball. He needed to make a two-strike pitch to Jake Cronenworth. He needed to get a slider over and not hit him. Do your job. 
Like, do your job. That's the fifth inning. That's not a spot where I need to bring in a guy that closed out a game for me last night. If I had the Dodgers bullpen, yeah, sure. If I had these te- these bullpens that are just loaded to the T's with everything I need to get a job done, then, yeah, bring in a, a superb option there. But we're dealing with what they have here, and I, I just I think Brad Hand's fine in that situation. I really do. 215-592-9494. It is final out with Jack Fritz and James Seltzer. A little high hopes edition well, of final out. Low hopes tonight, but, you know, the high, hopes are still well, high. high. Hopes say, are still high. We're high good. hopes, annoyed high. There you go. <laughs> I like hopes. that. Annoyed hopes. That is good. All right, 215-592-9494. If you're on the line now, I see who you are. I will get to you next segment. Don't go anywhere. If you want to call in, 215-592-9494. Jody Mack coming up at 10 o'clock. We've got you till then. It's Fritz and Seltzer. It is! An aggressive return. Final out for you. I did that for you, buddy. Also, high hopes. It's Jack Fritz, James Seltzer. We got about 10 minutes to go. Not quite. Jody Mack coming up next. Let's get some calls in before we get out of here. Is that you know, nice to know that, that they're still the Phillies every once in a while? You know, it felt like a different team. <laughs> For the last uh, reassuring, reassuring. Yeah, it's like ah, they're still there. I know how to handle. Well, because honestly, there was we're getting to a point where I was like, "Mm, I trust this team way too much. (laughs) Way too much. Like uh, obviously, last night that just working out in the ninth inning, you know, the the boom error or miscommunication. It's like, oh, here we go. And then they just like got the job done. And all the games in in St. Louis and game one in Atlanta, you know, it was nice that. They still have the ability to lose mm-hmm. baseball game in good painful, to, painful fashion. Good to, again, I feel comfortable. This yeah. is this is our this is our, our home homeostasis. So but everything's good. fine. Everything's fine. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Egg Harbor Township and talk to Steve. What up, pal? What's going on? Yeah, you know what? I I understand we lost today and you know, let's face it, San Diego's not gonna lay down. They're a nah. pretty good team. They took out the best team in baseball this year, the Dodgers, in four games. So I mean you gotta give them some credit. You can see Nola didn't have it today. I was telling my son when it was four enough, they said, Look, I said, Nola's hanging some balls. I said, So if these guys get on a ball here, they 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 can, you know, this this could be a ball game. I didn't really expect to lose, but I'm satisfied with one and one. We're coming home. You know, and uh, if we got to go back to Nolan game six out in San Diego, he's not going to have that kind of game again, I don't think. Not the way he's been pitching. So well, I'm satisfied with one on one. And especially because he's pitched so well out in San Diego the last two years. Now it's only two starts. But, like, the, the start the start last year, he went eight and two-thirds of no-hit baseball before allowing a back-breaking home run to Jake Cronenworth and struck out 11. His start earlier this year, he struck out 10 over seven innings out in San Diego. Like, today felt more like the like a uh, an aberration than the norm with Nolan. And he just didn't have his stuff. Like, he's a guy that needs his stuff to be an over for to be a great pitcher like when he doesn't have it he's not going to be as effective his stuff's not overwhelming he just didn't have it today steve and uh it, it sucked they blew it a four nothing lead but it's not the end of the world exactly i agree with you 100 i mean i expect to take two out of three in philly i don't expect it to end in philly i don't expect to sweep them Me um i think it's Same. going back to san diego and i think we can win it out there love it steve yeah i said philly's preferably lose saturday night yeah lose saturday night that's the one we want them to lose i um I thought they were going to win six before the series. Like, my prediction for the series was Phillies in six. It's so funny how, you know, that first game and coming off the two games at CBP, it's like you just – you forget. You're like, oh, yeah, I thought it was going to happen this way, but as soon as they lose the way they do, it's like, oh, no. I know. I didn't I know. think it was going to happen like I, this. I will say, as someone that – I mean, I experienced the game five, so, like, I get it. Experiencing the fills in a game seven well, sounds – no one. 
Terrifying. That, I mean, that's one of the craziest Phillies factoids or nuggets. None of us have ever experienced it because the Phillies have never played a game seven before. I mean, well, that is. I mean, the Phillies have only been around for what, 130 uh, years? You would think 125 years. You would think at some point maybe you play in a game seven. Oh, wait, we never make the freaking playoffs. Yeah. Well, it is crazy, though. Like, yeah. that is a crazy just nugget for a team that's been around as long as the Phillies. They've never played in a game seven. Well, that Could might this change be this the year. series, buddy? Sounds excruciating. Let's go to Newtown and talk to Rich. Hey, Rich. Oh hey guys, Richie, what's today? up, brother? Uh, I'm I'm all over the place. I got I got a lot of lot of things. Let lot it out, pal. Let it out. It. Give us your things, buddy. <laughs> so three for eleven with runners in scoring position. That that uh, I know they put up five, right? But we have some big spots where we could have chipped away at that eight runs. Um, and it was really one bad inning, just like against Atlanta. You know, one bad inning led to led to the loss. So we go back home. I would, I would love it if they sweep them, then we don't have to, you know, sweep at home. So we don't have to go back out there. But if, if they don't, I still have faith that they're going to take it in at least seven. But, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I got, I got a little nervous feeling the, uh, the September. Oh no. Phillies again tonight. Well, that's, that's what it what felt like, man. I, again, that's what it felt like. They blew a 4 nothing lead. Like, it felt way more like the Phillies we know than the Phillies we've been watching for the last two and a half weeks. Like, that was familiar tonight. And, uh, James, you were at the game on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was incredible. Yeah. So I think that's as close as we're going to get to Game 7 right now anyway. You know, if we get to Game 7, would it be in? It'd no, be in it San, Diego. San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I meant if if we go to the World Series too. No, they, still, they were, it, we would be the away team in the World Series too because we had the worst record uh, in both those teams. Yeah, and Rich, good call. I, look, you know, again, I, I, it's just I can't get past the fact that that even though I thought it would go six, I'm just so demoralized from tonight's game that it's like. Well, again, if it's gonna go six, they have to lose another game. Yeah. I'm just letting that's you know. That's the point. We have, like, handle, we have to handle another one of these we're losses. Doing it, we're handling it really well so far. So I think we're good. doing pretty no, well. We're I got to right. be, be honest. And I think that, you know, as you sit here, it's frustrating they lost, and I totally get that. But I, there's just been a level of trust that I think that you should have in this team. They've consistently bounced back when they've lost. They, they have been a resilient team. Mm-hmm. All year, really. I mean, outside of a you know, couple weeks in September. Yeah, and... In in the ninth inning in game one in St. Louis, they came back from two nothing down. They lost the game in Atlanta. They came back. They destroyed the Braves. Like they have bounced back from 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 stuff before. They've stayed in games. So um, it stunk. It stunk. They lost that game. It really did. And you know, the, the little things could happen that change the outcome. Of course. And if we make some pitches, then it's a completely different game. But. One bad loss. Yeah, and again, it, to, to the caller's point, to the point we made before, it was really a bad inning. Like, you gave up those two homers, but it was really one bad inning that completely submarined the team, which is the exact same thing that happened in Atlanta. An inning just goes the wrong way, and, and it and it's submarined the game. And at more, like, more innings that they have played, the Phillies have been the better team. I think they're the better team than San Diego. You know, tonight just, just things kind of didn't go their way. All right, Jack, we're out of here in a couple minutes. Jody Max coming up next quickly. Looking ahead to game three, where is your head at? What are you expecting out of Ranger? Obviously, we know about the crowd at CBP. Where's your head at for game three? I have trust in Ranger. I do. I think he's going to go out and, and pitch a gem on, on Friday night. I have a really, really good feeling about him heading into the game because, you know, 
uh, the last start in Houston, that was coming off of the celebration. Yeah, like, yeah we're not, throw we're, that out the window. We'll give him a pass. But his location was not the same. You know, down in Atlanta, he was walking a ton of guys. I mean, that was Five most, walks, man. Yeah, for a guy that is a command guy, yes. that was that was shocking. And I for just, a guy, you know, we came in thinking he's so cool, calm, and collected, like this won't be a problem for him, and, and it, it did get to him. Yeah, I just think that he's probably thrown two bullpen sessions since his art in Atlanta. I think he's going to get it right. Um, he's a guy that I trust in, in big moments. We talked a lot about how we trust him, and um, he looks like a guy that you can trust in a playoff series and a playoff start. And I think that being with the home crowd behind him will get him energized. So I feel good about him. Joe Musgrove terrifies me. me like, too. just straight up terrifies me. I think his stuff is gross. I think he pitched in a hostile environment in New York and, and pitched really well in that in that spot. Um, the ear thing will be funny to see It'll the fans I'm see the fans deal with it. Yeah. Um, I, if Joe Girardi was the manager, I bet he would check his ear, you know, <laughs> just because he's a dork. Um, so I don't think the Phillies will do that. But I feel good about Ranger. I really do. Legitimately feel good. Uh, he was pitching really well before the Houston start. He didn't have a good game down in Atlanta, but I think he's thrown a, a couple of bullpens since then, and I think he's going to be ready to go, and that crowd is going to energize him and, and have him even more fired up. Yeah, I hope so, and and look, I, I'm excited for it to come back to the bank just to experience that, to see that oh, again. Yeah. It was it was the coolest thing I've ever been a part of, so I, I do feel really confident with them coming home, but again, Game 3 is massive. Game 3 is such a big, big, big game for this team. All right, coming well, up- And the last thing, the thing that I like the most, James, is that they've never won a series where they don't win Game 1 mm-hmm. in their entire history as a franchise. That's so they got game one. There it is. It's all that matters. Uh, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's good. They can't lose now. Two, one, oh, excuse me. I'm giving out the phone number for Jody. All right. Jody Mack is coming up next. Thank you to Tucker Bagley producing the show. Thank you to everyone who called in. Could not do the show without you. Uh, again, check out our pod, High Hopes Podcast. We'll be doing pods after the game on Friday and obviously through the weekend and all that. And check us out on Sunday. We'll be on after the game on Sunday, which now we can say is needed. <laughs> we're like, we'll be on Sunday if needed. It's needed. Could be a clincher. We'll be, could be a clincher. We'll be on there. Look, last time we were down there doing a game from the stadium, it was a clincher. So, so that bodes well. All right. Again, uh, thank you to everyone who called in. Thank you to everyone who listened. Coming up next is Jody Mack. Thank you to Jack Fritz. I'm James Seltzer. We'll talk to you guys later.